Have you ever wanted to create cash flow outside of your job income or retirement plan? Have you considered large commercial real estate assets? Do you know about alternative investment strategies? Keep listening. This is Real Estate Revealed, hosted by Dave Seymour, the star of A&E's Flipping Boston and CEO of Freedom Venture Investments in Danvers. Get the real deal about investing in commercial real estate to create long-term stable financial wealth. Smarten up your real estate skills now. All right, welcome. Welcome to another dynamic episode of Real Estate Revealed. Saturday afternoon, Christmas season, ho, 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 104.9 FM. It's me, Dave Seymour. I'm your host, Star of A&E's Flippin' Boston. I'm not going to say that anymore. That sounds so silly when I say that now. Star of A&E's Flippin' Boston. Sounds like I'm full of myself, EGO. But um, how are you? Are you ready for the uh, for the silly season? Uh, we got an elf on the shelf. Showed up again in my house. Uh, kind of interesting. He was wearing his... Um, Canada goose jacket when he showed up first day uh, and then he causes mischief all around the house I know I turned the Christmas tree lights off before I went to bed they were on when I woke up in the morning I'm blaming it on the elf on the shelf uh, I'm not stealing any of that uh, Christmas magic from my boys yet real estate real estate revealed all the secrets the the things that you don't you don't see on uh, HGTV <laughs> this is the real world I've got a fantastic, and I mean that sincerely, a fantastic guest uh, on the sidelines. Uh, we connected through our fund here at Freedom Venture Investments. Pro athlete, pitched for the Boston Red Sox, ended up in, 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 in Pittsburgh with the Pirates, spent, I don't know how many seasons, I'll let him fill you in on his career, but he's an intelligent guy, and here's why, in my opinion, right? because he understands that um, pro sports have usually a, a shelf on their um, profitability, right? They say the NFL stands for not for long because most guys are out of the NFL in a few years. Uh, these guys in the, uh, in the MLB, in the majors, they, they probably last a, a little bit longer than the NFL guys. But, um, you know, he understood earlier on that uh, there would be a time and a place when there was no MLB profitability and, and set himself up for that. So I love this guy already. He's he's grounded. There's no there's no ego. He's a solid dude. And uh, hopefully he's on the line. We had a little trouble getting him in earlier. But ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, drum roll please, for your ex-Boston Red Sox pitcher, Mr. Craig Hansen. Craig, are you there? Dave, I am here. Whoa! Thank you, Thank you for that intro. <laughs> Dude, you sounded pretty good, didn't you, on that intro? I mean, you're, you're looking over your shoulder going, who the heck is he talking about, huh? I know. I know. I thought maybe <laughs> I called him to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got the right place. Now, where are you right now? You're in, uh, you're in New York, right? But we're not going to hold that. Yeah, right now I'm in, uh, I'm in Long Island, New York right now. Okay. Okay. You... What part of the island are you on? I know we talked about that before, but I can't remember. I'm in uh, Nassau County. Nassau County. Nassau yep. County. Just for those folks that are listening, I remember when you and I first talked. Um, I, I lived on Long Island when I first came over to uh, to the states. I, I lived in uh, in Wantaw and um, yep. Jones Beach, right? Jones Beach is over that way. Yeah, you were on the South Shore. I grew up in the North Shore. Okay. Does that mean we can't be friends anymore? Is that like East Side West Side, like Bloods and Crips, or can we still be friends? 
It was almost like that, but you know what they you know it's what they got a saying here in uh in our in our area here, Lynn yo, you know Lynn Lynn, right? The city of sin, you oh. never come out the way you went in. They always used yep. to say the best the best thing about East Lynn was the bus to West Lynn. That's what they used to say. So I, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. All right, that's enough about me. So my friend, how the heck did you end up becoming a professional baseball player it's got to be the little league thing and all of that journey but but share it with us a little bit tell me about your career all right how did i end up becoming a major league baseball player yeah determination yeah perseverance yep and wanting to be absolutely better than anyone that i faced uh growing up growing up in long island um in my hometown i wasn't even the best pitcher to begin with uh, huh. And I saw that as, you know, a challenge. And I challenged myself to become the best pitcher in my town. And uh, once I accomplished that, you know, there was, a, there was the next stage, which was travel ball. And, all right, well, I need to be the best player there. And I took that, you know, I took that to heart going throughout all the steps, wanting to be better, challenge myself by being around, you know, great athletes. You know, I played with tremendous athletes growing up, um, and in summer balls, uh, college, college summer ball, minor leagues. Then you got the major leagues, which it's the top of the top. Like it right. doesn't, you don't get better than that. You know, and you so, start seeing how guys prepare and all that stuff, and you know, you learn a couple things here and there from from each individual and how you prepare, how you get um, the mindset ready. There as is. well as the body. There it is. There it you is. You know, it's just it's determination to in order to be great at something. You you got to give it your all. Let you me, can't let go me ask, in. Let me ask you a question, Craig. I want I want to yeah. unpack that a little bit because I think there's so many similarities between, you know, for somebody to perform at the highest level, no matter what it is, whether it's sports. It's business, parenting. You know what I mean. I don't care. Relationships, right? To 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 be to to be the best at it. There's so many similarities in there, right? So yep. you mentioned a few words right out of the gate: perseverance, right? Commitment, courage, never giving up. Those kinds of things, right? That's that's the the core DNA. But my question to you is this: is surrounding yourself with athletes that you maybe aspire to be or was it always just competition? And who, who was there one or two people that when you look back at it, you, you can say, you know, that guy or that girl, that man, that woman was a mentor, an influence, um, you know, an engine behind my success. Who, who, who were those people and what did they mean to you? Well, you got to see it as um, your teammates. Yeah, it could be competition because, you know, obviously you're competing to be, um, you know, whether it's the top reliever or the top starter on yeah. your team uh, and then you know some da- some time down the line you might not be on that team anymore and they might actually be a competitor on the other side of the field uh, but right. while you're teammates you do learn a lot of things from each other and you know the guys help each other out like the starters you know want the relievers to do their best mm. if a starter comes out of the game in the fifth or sixth inning he wants to make sure that that win gets secured. 
you know, he wants to make sure that the bullpen guys, you know, have Don't the mentality, have the, have the stuff that they need, um, you know, from years of experience that they've gathered. All right, let's pass it on to the younger guys. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I pitched uh, – I was with Schilling, Beckett, uh, Wakefield. Wow. Came up with Lester, Buckholtz. Wow. You know, and you see how these guys – you know, we all work together, and the starters help the starters, uh, help the younger guys on, you know, how you go after certain hitters because they they got the years worth of experience. So these so, guys were you like you'd, you'd almost because you were young. How old were you when you were, were pitching with the Sox? You you were a pretty young guy, right? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, you were a young guy. So yep. did Schilling and Buckholt and those guys that you mentioned, I mean, were they were they as much mentors to you as teammates? Is that a fair statement to make? Well, Buckholt was younger than me. Schilling oh. Schilling was um yeah, he was he was a mentor. Wakefield, you know, the older the older guys took on that right. mentor role. Yeah. Um, you know, because they do have that their experience and you know, it's you want to be great at something, you want to attach yourself to someone that knows the business, knows what's mm. going on, knows mm. the ins and the outs. And it's just like in real estate, you know, you could, uh, you could read as much as you want. You could try things as much as you want, but in order to get past a certain level in success, you need to have a mentor. You yeah. need to have someone that, you know, can give you a little bit of advice here and there, steer you in the right direction. Hey, when you're going down the wrong path, have you thought about this? Yeah. And kind of expand your mind a little bit. Yeah. It's very key. And in every field is key. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you look at, when you look at your time in Boston, um, what's, what's your fondest memory of being a part of that club? The community. Yeah. Um, so, being from New York, uh, <laughs> yeah, we weren't uh, we weren't raised Boston Red Sox fans, <laughs> right? Right. All right. And right. Uh, you know the we're New York is split between two teams. We got your New York Mets, yeah. And we got your New York Yankees, yeah. So there's there's a split right there, and um, you know. We've dealt with, like, in my household, there was a rivalry. My brother's Mets fans growing up. Me, yeah. growing growing up, me, was a Yankees fan. Key word, was. What? <laughs> I was going to say, you right. didn't realize we're on Bo- Boston radio, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want the people to turn off the radio at this point. So, key word, was, Yankees fans. <laughs> well, well played, young man. Well played. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> But, like, getting up there uh, and, you know, at the age of being 21, I was in college. I was in college, pitching college in June, and then I was pitching in Fenway in September. Wow. Wow. That's incredible, bro. So, That's incredible. Being able to experience that atmosphere mm. was bar none, like, probably my most favorite moment. Yeah. Because yeah. – you know, I, I then went to go pitch for Pittsburgh, which they have a great fan base, but they could not pack the house like yeah. Fenway would pack the house. Yeah. You know, we my first my first outing was in Tampa Bay. 
Was it really? Um, yeah. Against, yeah Tampa, against the Tampa Bay Double Rays. Yeah. When yeah. they were the Double Rays. Now they're just the Rays. Right. But when we when uh when I got to that stadium, the dome, um, it was a home game for the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, we got such a yeah, we got such a following down there. We were talking about that with our real estate investments. We got, I think, there's more New Englanders down there than there is uh, uh, Floridians, honestly. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. and um, you know, I I saw that, I experienced that. Their their stadium was probably half the capacity, but it was just you know a sea of red and the navy blue. You know, there wasn't really any uh, Rays fans there. So when things were going good for Boston, you would hear it. And hearing that eruption yeah, uh, was invigorating because I'm being sure. in college, I think my largest college crowd was maybe 5,000, 7,000. That's got to be addictive, right? I mean, that, that, I, I guess, oh, uh, yeah. right? It's got to be addictive for the younger guys coming in. It's got to be addictive for the for the potential for for a payday. I mean, the whole world, you know, that whole that that whole landscape, if you will, for want of a better term, you know, attracts, mm-hmm. you know, that that big eyed youth, you know, coming in. Look, here's, here's, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna go to a commercial break, and when we get back from that break, Craig. What I would like to to delve into a little bit is some of the things we talked out earlier on was, uh, you know, the the lack of financial education that a lot of these younger pro athletes unfortunately have, and it's not their fault, right? Nobody's taught them different. But I wanna I wanna I wanna discuss that with you a little bit, um, and just just get your take on it and the maturity that you brought to it, because I, I, I personally believe it is, you brought an extra amount of maturity to, to the arena for your own personal experience so that you didn't fall into some of the traps that we read about in the, you know, in the, in the tabloid papers about you know, some of our heroes. So don't go away. We're going to a quick break. You're listening to Craig Hansen, Boston Red Sox pitcher, Dave Seymour, Real Estate Revealed. Don't go away. Real Estate Revealed will be right back. Today, the real estate market is booming. Mortgage rates just hit historic 30-year lows. And the New York Times recently reported that investors are snapping up real estate at rock-bottom prices. And now savvy investors are buying real estate using their IRAs that allows them to access their retirement funds to buy properties without paying any penalties or early withdrawal fees. If you have funds in your retirement account and you are interested to learn more, call Horizon Trust today at 866-712-2007. That's 866 866- 712-2007. Unlock the power of your retirement account and take advantage of one of the most profound opportunities in real estate since the housing crisis 15 years ago. Call Horizon Trust Retirement Specialist at 866-712-2007. And for a limited time, get our free ultimate guide to buying real estate with your IRA. That's 866-712-2007. Or visit horizontrust.com slash Dave. Horizon Trust Company is an independent passive custodian and is not associated or affiliated with and does not recommend, promote, or advise any specific investment, investment opportunity, investment sponsor, investment company, or investment promoter or any agent, employees, representative, or other of such firm or entity. Horizon Trust is not providing investment advice, advocating, or endorsing real estate. These options may or may not be a fit for individual investors. Investments are not FDIC insured, offer no bank guarantees, and may lose value. Horizon Trust doesn't receive any commissions or fees if client invests with any other sponsor. 
Thinking of purchasing a new home, second home, or investment property? Or maybe refinancing to get a lower rate, consolidate debts, drop PMI, or need cash out to do home improvements? George Kutos, Mortgage Officer of Cross Country Mortgage in Danvers, is just the loan officer you will need. As Essex County's top loan officer, with more than 8,000 past happy clients and over 30 years experience, George and his team will be happy to assist you. With rates the lowest in history, don't hesitate. Act now. You may be able to save thousands of dollars. Call George at 978-777-4663. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour from Amy's Flipping Boston. Talking to Craig Hansen and Craig, before we went to the break, you know, sharing some of the uh, the adrenaline rush of, of pitching in the majors, we kind of transitioned over there to you know some of the some of the younger guys that that come into professional sports and just just share with me because the first time we met we talked about it and you said something that that stuck with me and it was a big part of the finances of professional athletes was keeping up with the joneses now that was your yeah. that was your term not mine tell me what you meant by that brother so what i mean by that is you know you got to pretty large variety of paychecks going around in the locker rooms and and this is in all professional sports and it's actually in the business world too where you know people are being paid more you know Mm -hmm. for their experience and these you know certain guys live certain ways and they like to you know dress nice have nice things have nice cars all this stuff because they can afford it right um you know, it's it's when the younger guys or the guys that aren't making as much, they try to, you know, like I said, keep up with the Joneses and try to live that lifestyle uh, is where you could get caught. And I remember when um, uh, I think it was ESPN did the special on Anton Walker. Uh, I think the special was called Broke. Yeah. And it's basically talking about how the same thing. You know, you walk into a locker room, some guy's got a nice new gold chain that costs $50,000. Well, the guy that's making league minimum, still a lot of money yeah, for an individual, but you're making league minimum, you st- you can't buy a $50,000 chain and be able to expect to continue to live that lifestyle because, you know, there, like you said in the beginning of the show, there is a shelf life right. in professional sports. You know, for sure, I wish I could could have done this for a lot longer than I did. Right. Um, and I'm sure a lot of guys that are in the same boat, where you get to a certain age, you still want to play. You still feel like you could play. You want to do it. You know, but age catches up with everyone. And, uh, you know, there's still people that come up through the system that are younger. So, right, there's always somebody to take your place, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there really yeah. is. You know, and yeah. you watch certain players just leave a sit, like retire, and it's like, oh man, how's that? How are they going to recover? And after a couple of years, it's not that they don't that they're forgotten, but there's a n- new shiny object. Right. 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 So, uh, yeah, there's. I wouldn't say it's a necessarily a lack a lack of knowledge. Uh, being taught on the financial side, it's more of you know keeping up with the Joneses, let where me, you feel well, like you, where you feel like you have to spend that money. Let, let me ask like you this: never gonna let, end. 
No, I get it. I get it because it, it's interesting. Like you made a statement there. It's not a lack of financial knowledge, right? So if I take that statement on face value, my next question to you would be this, is that so look, the average guy on the street, Craig, let's just go direct here, right? Has a yeah. perception of all my, my heavens, right? Um, the professional athlete is loaded to the gills. So if the average guy on the street believes that, and I understand there are tears, right? It's not, you know, like for me in, in, in reality TV, I always say I wasn't making any Kim Kardashian money, right? So there's, yep. there's levels, right? There's levels of income in, in every profession. But where do, where do the professional athletes in their first, second year get any guidance for money management, I guess is my question. Is there something set up? within well, professional sports what what does that look or is it just you know money managers you know on the periphery you know trying to throw their hat in the ring how do, how does that look so i was i was lucky enough uh to be invited to um a rookie development program held by MLB and MLBPA okay. and there they would address these issues address these concerns before they became concerns and issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't something that every single player that got signed to a contract would go to. So it's the whole league wasn't getting this. It was a select select few of eligible rookies that were getting this information. Um gotcha. so they did they did educate guys that way, but in order to educate the mass, it's a lot more work. And, um, you know, no matter how much they could teach someone, oh, you know, don't, don't overspend, don't live beyond your means. Right. Once, once they get right. that paycheck, it's, it's theirs. You can't control what they do with their money. And that's when, uh, you know, like an agent would come into play and hopefully the agent would, um, try to get you set up with a financial advisor and try to build your team. And your team is basically your agent, your financial advisor, people that are going to help outside the field so you yeah. can concentrate on what's going on, the on between the lines. Right. Right. This is something that my college coach has always said to us uh, in college. Uh, his name's Ed Blankmeyer. He would always tell us, you know, control what's going on between the lines yeah you know get what you have to do outside the lines but control what's going on in in between the lines that's where you're that's why you're here don't let outside the lines mess mess that up yeah well if you're so, focusing um, on on core competency to you know hone in your pitching skills and you know i i can't i'm never going to claim to to you know, be a, a baseball aficionado, you know, a baseball yeah. aficionado. I had a discussion with you before, but you know, you're working on that core competency. So for, for me, what I'm hearing is, is like delegating, you know, authority to somebody else's expertise, but then you got to do it through trust. Right. I mean, you listen, well, you, you think about Mike Tyson, right. He trusted Don King and Don King, you know, made him broke. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's gotta be a trust piece. I hear your fire truck's going. 
Yeah, that's that's. Uh, every time I hear a fire truck, you know what I shout at him, Craig? I go do get them, boys. You, come, come. <laughs> you know what's funny, dude? A little sidebar. You can't say stuff to me like that because my brain goes in five hundred directions. There's a certain tone in the firehouse, right? And if yep. I hear it, even you know, this many years later, if I hear a tone like a doorbell or a tone on a computer that's the same, you know, phonic or whatever the word is that sounded like yep. the fire department tone, my heart rate goes up and I and I start to move like I'm <laughs> like I'm ready to go somewhere and I go, oh, you don't have to do that anymore. So oh, yeah, thank, thanks for go get them, boys. Go get them. Just come that's home great. safe. That's what that's what I tell them, brother. <laughs> but, I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I just heard the fire truck. No, I get it. No, I get it. I would, I'm with you. That's because I'm not in a fancy sound booth. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. the, the road, the roads outside there. Um, Dave, as, as to what you were saying, um, the financial advisor on, yeah, you have to trust them. So when right. I got into the league, um, Bernie Madoff, that whole thing was going down. Oh, when did wow. that happen? 2006, 2007? Yeah. yeah. Was Madoff? Yeah. Yeah. I knew, I knew teammates who had investments with him. Oh, no. So I saw and I heard this stuff, you know, right right up front. Yeah. And, you know, it is, a, it is a huge trust thing because, you know, the last thing you want to be doing is pitching on the mound and worrying you know, about your finances. Yeah, no, I get stuff. it. I get it. Dave, like no, when, you, when you were going into a fire, did you want to worry about, you know, all right, is, it, is my guy making a sound investment? You know, or were you just no. concentrating on saving a life and right. on a fire? Yeah, your head down. Yourself yeah. out of there, right? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's Absolutely. It's the same Absolutely. way. You don't want to have to worry about what's going on outside. You have to You have to be in control of what your job is, and hopefully the trust team that you built, you know, you can rely on them. Don't you love, don't you love how – like business, like the discussions we've had outside of this, this, this radio interview. I mean, I love a, a consistent look. I, I never reached the high levels of, of athleticism, right? I was a soccer player and a rugby player from England, but I came to the States playing soccer and I play, I was decent enough, but the, the whole concept of sport and business, I think are so paralleled, right? Dedication, commitment, you know, drive, um, mentorship, finding the experts, delegating responsibility, focusing on core competencies. I mean, yep. what I loved about our very first conversation was is that you already had a vision for what your life would be like after baseball before it even ended, right? Because I know yep. you went through an injury challenge, which pretty much took you out of the out of the game, but you were already you know, you are already planning for the future. So before we go to our ne next break in a little bit, why do you think you were that way? I mean, what, 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 what was in your, your mind, your DNA or whatever? I mean, what, what moved you in that direction before you really, you know, had to make that kind of a choice, do you think? Uh, what moved me in that direction was my yeah. injury. And, okay. seeing, and seeing what was at the forefront. And uh, you know, my my injury was was one of a kind, and the recovery process was extremely long. So mm -hmm. I had to, at that point, find the other direction that I had to take, you know, to take down another yeah. path. Yeah. 
you know, I've had coaches always tell me, I put all, I put all my eggs in one basket. Mm. And teachers, coaches, parents, everyone would don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, you got to, yeah. you know, what if, what if? And my mindset was there is no what if. I don't know yeah. that. I don't know that term. My eggs are going in one basket. I don't know that term. So when the injury did happen, you know, I didn't have something to fall back on being like, oh, well, I'm going to be great at this. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I know, like, I've already dealt with that. No, I've been, I was playing baseball and that's all I was doing. That's all I worried about. That's all I wanted to do. So when the injury did happen, uh, you know, it gave me, it gave me a different perspective. Uh, I took my rehab time and I was able to, you know, research different things. Yeah. One thing that got me was, you know, walking on a, I couldn't even do a treadmill because my injury. I had to go on a stationary bike, one of the ones that was seated. I couldn't even go yeah. on one that stood it up. I had to go on one that was seated because I they didn't want my shoulder moving at all. And I was wow. sitting there, and after watching Sports Center for the eighth time in a row, yeah, you start to know everything that's about to happen. You know, the top ten's no longer the top ten. Yeah. So picked up a magazine it's a Forbes magazine top 500 wealthiest people in the world Dave about 85% of those people had real estate behind their name alright stop right there stop right there we're going to go to a break that's such a beautiful segue that's so good I can't I can't let you say one more word top 500 wealthiest people in, in the country or the world 85% of them you heard it from Greg Hansen uh, had real estate in their portfolio. So I heard I had no plan B until I had to get a plan B. And that was when you started transitioning towards what we're going to talk about when we come back after this break. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Merry Christmas. You're listening to a fantastic episode of Real Estate Revealed with ex-Red Sox pitcher, Greg Hansen. Don't go away. We're going to take a quick break. Real Estate Revealed will be right back. Steve Valesis of Solaris Realty has intimate knowledge of the North Shore market. With over a decade of experience and record of 300 real estate transactions, when it's time to buy or sell property, give Steve a call directly at 617-763-1001. That's 617-763-1001. Have you ever wondered how to create cash flow outside of your job income or retirement plan? Have you considered large commercial real estate assets? Do you know what an alternative investment strategy is? Well, tune in for all the answers on my show, Real Estate Revealed. This is Dave Seymour. You might recognize me from the hit TV show, Flip in Boston. I'm also the CEO and co-founder of Freedom Venture Investments. So smarten up your real estate know-how by tuning in every Saturday for all investment details. Visit us at info at freedomventure.com slash 104.9. Call my team at 781 781- Today, the real estate market is booming. Mortgage rates just hit historic 30-year lows. And the New York Times recently reported that investors are snapping up real estate at rock-bottom prices. And now savvy investors are buying real estate using their IRAs that allows them to access their retirement funds to buy properties without paying any penalties or early withdrawal fees. If you have funds in your retirement account and you are interested to learn more, call Horizon Trust today at 866-712-2007. That's 
712-2007. Unlock the power of your retirement account and take advantage of one of the most profound opportunities in real estate since the housing crisis 15 years ago. Call Horizon Trust Retirement Specialist at 866-712-2007. And for a limited time, get our free ultimate guide to buying real estate with your IRA. That's 866-712-2007. Or visit horizontrust.com slash Dave. Horizon Trust Company is an independent passive custodian and is not associated or affiliated with and does not recommend, promote, or advise any specific investment, investment opportunity, investment sponsor, investment company, or investment promoter or any agents, employees, representative, or other of such firm or entity. Horizon Trust is not providing investment advice, advocating, or endorsing real estate. These options may or may not be a fit for individual investors. Investments are not FDIC insured, offer no bank guarantee, and may lose value. Horizon Trust doesn't receive any commissions or fees if client invests with any other sponsor. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour from a Flipping Boston. We're back. Oh, we're back. You know what, Craig? I feel like I feel like I want to throw a baseball. Like I, I don't know why. Talking to you makes me want to pick up a baseball and, and, and learn how to throw it. The challenge is, is I've got like a, a really limp, limp wrist. I, I don't think I could I could ever throw like were you a speed? Is it a fastball or a or a or a knuckleball? What what kind of what kind of pitcher were you, brother? I was a fastball slider guy. That's and, uh, what I thought. I knew that. I, yeah. I don't know what that means. Fastball and slider, and then when I got hurt, I when I started to try to throw again, yeah. I had to learn how to throw again. Wow. I somehow developed a changeup, which I never had in my life. And now I, you know, I, I teach lessons now to the youth. Yeah. And, you know, I'll play catch with them. Now I'll start yeah. throwing the changeup. You I don't know where it came misses. from. I get a couple misses on it where they came and catch it. I'm like, all right doing pretty good today not bad so, not bad hey, Dave when you're when you're ready to throw we'll get it going alright bro maybe we'll do it in the sunshine in a couple of weeks with a bit of luck you know what I mean yeah down we'll Florida go, why not yeah we'll go give, grab a ball you know what I mean it's like it's too cold up here the baseballs are too hard they're gonna hurt so uh, you gotta remember though I was a cricket player back in England brother alright uh-huh. so I know how to like throw a wicked googly I play silly mid on, silly mid off. Like I look great in a pair of white pads, white pants. I just want to let you know. So anyway, that's okay. enough of that silliness. You're sitting on a treadmill. You're trying to recover from a career uh, career uh, uh, ending injury. I mean, let's just call it what it was for you. Um, you pick up Forbes magazine, top 500 wealthiest people. 85% of them have real estate. What was your thought after that? If I want to try, if I want to keep the income that my paycheck is giving me mm. my best possibility would be to follow that 85% route mm-hmm. and um, I've always had an interest in real estate I worked with a contractor the, uh, the summers or time that I could work uh, growing up because I did play a lot of baseball so yeah. the times I did have a chance to work I wasn't getting a job at you know at McDonald's when Wendy's, Dunkin' Donuts, I didn't have the opportunity to do that because of my scheduling. So I had a contractor that I was close with that was able to give me hours. And I I fell in love with real estate, uh, the whole aspect of it. You know, I would, when I sit and doodle drawings, I draw houses. I draw buildings. <laughs> you know? You freak. I love you. You freak. That's awesome. Well, it's, it's an easy drawing. It's just lines, you know. It's lines. <laughs> when you start doing the circles, that's a little tricky. <laughs> that gets a little tricky. 
but I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I just I enjoy how things are built, and I also saw it as if I get a piece of real estate, I could drive by it. Yeah, I could tangible. Yeah, I could walk it. I could touch it. I could do. I could change something with it yeah. and gain value. Wait, what? Yeah. All right. So you tell me I could just do a little change here and there and my value goes up. Yes, it okay, does. Okay, now we're, now we're building stuff here. Yeah. That sounded like fun to me because I was building myself as an athlete, build, 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 build. Yeah. Throughout, the, throughout your lifetime. And you're just building to get better. Okay, well, I could build you know, my portfolio in real estate and you know, I don't you don't need a college degree to buy a piece of property. Right. Right. You know, you can you uh, can buy them, you can enough. buy them wrong, but you you definitely you don't have to go out and spend whatever a right. collegiate uh, degree is these these days, that's for sure. No, keep going. Yep. And um, you know, I was I was fortunate enough to play a game I loved for money and I used that money to to get myself started in yeah. real estate I just felt like I was most comfortable um, getting into real estate with my skin in the game Yeah. at that point when I started with yeah. my skin in the game so I knew if things were going bad it was all on me I wanted all the blame I wanted everything alright yeah. I wanted to be the person owed all that and that's yeah. what I started to do was I um, I ended up finding a town up in Connecticut where they have two uh, state colleges about 15 minutes apart from each other and little by little I just started acquiring homes up there and I had a choice where okay I could buy I was looking in Brooklyn New York to buy a multifamily down in Brooklyn yeah which had a certain price point or I could go up to a town in Connecticut and I could buy for the same price I could buy four properties six yeah. properties yeah um, and the rent was three times more four times more than what I would be getting in Brooklyn and I saw that and I was like alright well I did my research uh, with real estate investing. You know, when I got hurt, I bought books on Amazon when Amazon was a book online company. Yeah, just books, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would buy books and I would, you know, read, read, watch TV, watch Flippin' Boston. Good answer, buddy. Well played, yeah. sir. Well played. And watching all those shows on TV and actually doing work growing up. And then once I started getting properties and becoming a landlord, uh, flipped a couple houses, when I started flipping houses, and you watch those shows and you just go, huh, flip or flop. <laughs> you know, wait, they, yeah. they haven't flopped yet. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Flip or flip. flip or flip, yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching, yeah. and you go, oh, oh, we're we're worried that we might not uh, be able to continue business. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I've been in those shoes where you start doing a flip and you go, the numbers are getting tight. Yeah. And you do get worried about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And I know many people that get like that. They get worried about it. And you make it work. You you figure it out. You figure out your problem solver. You wear many hats as a real estate investor. For sure. And, uh, you know, For having sure. a mentor is definitely key because a mentor has gone through a lot of stuff. Well, when we talked... Yeah, when we talked the first time and you jumped on that Zoom call with myself and, and Walter, right? So yep. something that you said in the email afterwards, which was appreciated, number one, but something that you noticed that a lot of people don't notice was the fact that Walter has been through two corrections oh, in yeah. his 30-plus career, right? Oh, I've oh. been through the biggest correction in, in real estate ever, probably other than the Great Depression, well, you decided um, you you decide know, to get started the year before it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Too late, yeah. 2007. Hey, early great two, timing. <laughs> yeah, time is everything, brother. Time is everything. But here's, here's what's interesting, right? You're talking about, yeah. and, and I, like, I like the way you framed it out. Like you said, I wanted to self-fund. And yeah. a lot of people, you know, let's just be honest, Craig, they don't always have the, the, the financial fortitude to, to self-fund either a oh, flip correct. or even yeah. a buy and hold. So you had that blessing and I respect you for that. Um, I, and, and I just wanna, I just wanna show you the other side of the coin. And for those of us listening, just know that, you know, you don't always have to have all the money to do the deals, right? So I, I was very good at raising capital, yeah. but because I used other people's money, Craig, from the beginning, I am the most conservative investor you'll probably ever meet. Because I'm very proud to say, in my 12 plus years, I have never lost one dime of investor capital, ever. And I've always made my payments to my investors. Now, have I personally lost a couple of bucks? Yeah, but I've never lost an investor's money because I was so, I don't know, it's just in my DNA. And I think like yours in the sense like, you had the money, so you did it all yourself because you didn't want to ever expose anybody else's capital. I needed yeah. other people's capital in the beginning, but I had that same sensation you do. I'm gonna do everything I can to make it right and wear all the hats going forward. If you yeah. if you had to, what do you, look, I don't want to pull answers out of you just for the sake, because we're on a radio show, but I love the fact that real estate gives me massive and our investors massive tax advantages that you don't get anywhere else. So that's that's one of the things that I love about it. What about you? What 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 gets you excited about real estate on the financial side when you're looking at a deal? Ooh, the financial side. Um, well, it, I'm gonna drop freedom on you. It gives yeah, you financial I like it. Because you have yeah. control of your future. And when you have control of your future, that that's freedom. I like that, dude. I appreciate that. No, for sure. For sure. Look, coming from the fire department and trading time for money, yeah, you, you know my story. I worked three jobs. I was a really good worker. And uh, the freedom that real estate gave me, you know, to be, I would never have had a conversation with Craig Hansen about real estate if I'd have stayed doing what I had been doing, right? Let's just go there. So it yep. gave me the freedom financially, but it also gave me the freedom to elevate you know, the, the people that, and, and this is no disrespect to anybody who's not doing, you know, what I'm doing or what we're doing, but it's just the reality of it's, it's an elevation of the game. Like people are out there trying to elevate the game, but you got to elevate your game by the people that you hang around with. 
who is it that influences you, right? Would you agree with that? Yes or no? 100%. 100%. It's who you, who you surround yourself around. And, um, you know, I'll bring that back to, uh, you know, professional athletes with, with finances. Yeah. You surround yourself around the right people, you know, we, you can go up. Uh, yeah. It's when certain guys get in trouble living a certain lifestyle yeah. and, you know, being surrounded by people that go, oh, Dave, as a professional athlete, you could go on Google right now. Yeah. You could find out every single athlete's current salary. Yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't. I can't find out how much you make as a firefighter, though. That's right. No, I, get I can it. find out. The, I can find out the base salary, but sure. the time that you vested and all that sure. stuff. No, sure. I will. I will not know. So, yeah. yeah, an athlete is exposed. Yeah, yeah. Tremendously. And with that exposed. exposure comes risk, right? Risk of somebody coming in in a in a predatory sense or. Or whatever the case may be. No, I get it, man. Great point. And that's what Great we were point. taught at the. That's what we were taught at the rookie development thing. Right. Right. Um, you know, is that there is predators out there that are looking to, you know, prey off of the money that you've earned, yeah. that you and your family has earned, and yeah. you know, it's when you surround yourself by people that go, oh, he'll pick. Craig will pick up a check. Yeah. He may. Yeah. He makes this much money. He'll yeah. pick up the check. He makes that much money. He'll pick up the check. And it becomes kind of yeah, redundant no, I, where it's always happening. I, I don't know whether you you realized it or remembered it, and I said it in, in, in truth, and I'll repeat it now on a, on a radio show. You know, we originally met because you had an interest in, in Freedom Venture Investments or what we were doing and, you know, putting some investment dollars to work. And at the same time, you know, in return, not only for the returns of, of the potential investment that you make with us, you know, you're also looking to get some mentorship, some guidance and leverage our experience so that you can, uh, you know, at some point do the more active stuff again uh, yourself going forward. But something that I said to you, which I meant when I said it, and I mean it again now, is I love meeting like-minded people, Greg. I love yeah. interacting with people who have the same outlook and thoughts that I do. And I said it to you then, I'll say it again now, whether you invested with us or not, my door is open, right? To share what experience I can to help you on your journey going forward. Because I believe in the law of reciprocity. I believe in the law of, of, of authenticity and doing the right thing, standing in your own two shoes, right? Telling the yep. truth, good, bad, or ugly, and then making an educated decision and moving forward from there. So, um, any parting words of wisdom? Give me just, uh, if you have it, great. If you don't, that's great too. Give me Ooh. one beautiful parting word of wisdom before I wrap up our time together. All right, well, real quick. Dave, I greatly appreciate uh, what you do offer with the mentorship. Um, the Freedom Investment Group is, is something that's right up my alley at my stage of mm. the game. Mm. Um, I want to increase what I'm doing get into bigger buildings and it is scary to get in alone and sure. being able to have a group out there that's looking to do that it's a, it's a lot more comforting when there's experience uh, behind the scenes like you mentioned Walter he's gone right. through two different waves yourself right. one right. wave right. you know and having that experience is tremendous to get into Love uh, parting like you said before, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. 
hope everyone stays safe, especially during the crazy times that we're living in right now. And throw that ball as fast as you can. Well, that's what I'm about to go tell a bunch of <laughs> bunch of high school kids. They ask me, hey, they ask me, they go, well, I want to throw harder. You want to know my answer to that, Dave? <laughs> go ahead. What is it? Then, then try to throw harder. Try to throw harder. Yeah. 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 I, wa- harder. I want to earn more. Then, then right? Try. Figure out how to earn more without trading more time. No, I get try. it, brother. You know, and they're and they're here. They're here to put in that work because they want to get better. And I understand for myself to get better as a real estate investor, I can't just sit back, Dave. I got to put in work. I got your back, brother. I got your back. I appreciate that, Craig Hanson, former Red Sox MLB pitcher, new friend of mine, potential investor. I think uh, I think we're going to have a fun journey over the next few years, my friend. God bless. Happy holidays, and I will talk to you very soon. All right, Dave. Happy holidays. All right, we're going to a quick break. Don't go away. Don't go away. I got a, uh, I got a really sweet deal I want to share with you guys when we get back from the break. This is Real Estate Reveal with Dave Seymour, one hundred four point nine. Real Estate Revealed. We'll be right back. Thinking of purchasing a new home, second home, or investment property? Or maybe refinancing to get a lower rate, consolidate debts, drop PMI, or need cash out to do home improvements? George Kutzos, mortgage officer of Cross Country Mortgage in Danvers, is just the loan officer you will need. As Essex County's top loan officer, with more than 8,000 past happy clients and over 30 years experience, George and his team will be happy to assist you. With rates the lowest in history, don't hesitate. Act now. You may be able to save thousands of dollars. Call George at 978-777-4663. You ever wondered how to create cash flow outside of your job income or retirement plan? Have you considered large commercial real estate assets? Do you know what an alternative investment strategy is? Well, tune in for all the answers on my show, Real Estate Revealed. This is Dave Seymour. You might recognize me from the hit TV show, Flip in Boston. I'm also the CEO and co-founder of Freedom Venture Investments. So smarten up your real estate know-how by tuning in every Saturday for all investment details. Visit us at info at freedomventure.com slash 104.9. Call my team at 781 Steve Valesis of Solaris Realty has intimate knowledge of the North Shore market. With over a decade of experience and record of 300 real estate transactions, when it's time to buy or sell property, give Steve a call directly at 617-763-1001. That's 617-763-1001. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Dave Seymour from Amy's Flipping Boston. We're back. I want to highlight a couple of things that Craig talked about there in, in, our, in our session today. And again, I find it uncanny almost, the parallels between what we do at Freedom Venture Investments as fund managers. You know, we take the minimum investment of $100,000 from our accredited investors we put that capital in the fund and the investor owns shares in the management company. And because they own shares in that management company, then they own um, a, a prorated amount of the assets inside the company. So we try and buy as many cash flowing apartment complexes under what we call a core plus strategy. Core meaning already regularly bringing in capital, plus meaning we have an opportunity to reposition or make them more valuable based on increasing the cash flow. So that's what core plus means. But, you know, a management team, a real estate investment team, 
I am one fund manager of a management team that manages the fund, that manages the managers, that manage the assets, uh, the, the construction team, the uh, accounting team, the software operations back office team. You get the point, right? Um, you know, Craig Hansen reached his level of expertise in his career. Yeah, he was driven. Yeah, he was motivated. Yeah, he was competitive. Yeah, I get all of that. But nothing he did, he did on his own. It was with a team. You know, taking advice from, uh, from Kurt Schilling. Uh, you know, the, the bloody sock. Like, I'm not a great baseball guy, but I know enough about our history here in Boston to know what the bloody sock means. And, um, you know, what, what would it be like if you, as somebody listening, was looking to work capital at a higher velocity than most other investments out there? What would it be like if you could be a part of a proven team? My partner, Walter, as we said on the call, over 30 years of real estate investing experience, 20 plus years of experience in the Gulf Coast region of Florida. And, and to Craig's point, I think there's more Bostonians down there in Florida than there is in, uh, you know, in the, in the back bay sometimes. Um, that's probably very true, seeing as the back bay is so expensive. You probably can't. The average Bostonian can't afford to live in the back bay right now. But that's going to change, trust me. But, um, you know, that team concept, being able to, you know, leverage that experience, what would it be like if your capital was working at that higher rate of return than most other vehicles in the marketplace? You know, what would retirement look like? A lot of folks out there, it was interesting listening to Craig. He said it was the, you know, the, the, the physical impact of his injury that pushed him to plan B. Uh, I did a study recently um, of high net worth individuals and what their concerns and fears were. And um, there, were, there were three major ones that I'll touch on. The first one, their major fear was loss of capital, like people are frightened of losing the money that they have. The second was a loss of cash flow, capital coming in, whether it's from a job or whether it's from another investment. And the third one that they, they, they consistently um, alluded to was a major event in their life. And primarily they were talking about health. I'm not capable of earning. I'm not capable of you know, doing what I've been doing uh, in my life to create the financial stability that I have. You know, Craig Hansen is a perfect example of that. My question would be this is, you know, do you have to have a major event in your life before you have a plan B to overcome the unknown, right? Worst case scenario, God bless, nobody passes, but you know, life insurance and those kinds of things are set up for that. Like we'll have life insurance, but we don't have you know, major life um, event insurance, like we, you know, unless it's Aflac and the duck and all of that silliness. I'm talking at a higher level here. Um, what would it be like if, if those pieces of the puzzle were, were in place? You know, would, would your relationships be a little bit better? Would you have a, a little more serenity? Would you not be waking up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, maybe riddled with a little bit of fear, doubt, and insecurity? And I'm not playing doom and gloom, but what I am telling you is this, is January 1st, 2021 is coming. We'll all be able to look over our shoulders at 2020 and probably use some very unpleasant words to describe that year, all right? But 2021 is coming. What are you gonna do in 2021 that was different from 2020, that was different from 2019, 18, 17? 
Are you going to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, which, as we know, is the definition of insanity? And I, I don't want to get soapboxy, but what I do want to do is, like, challenge you. I challenge you to pick up the phone and call us at Freedom Venture Investments and explore more of what we do for accredited investors. Call us at 781-922-4418. I challenge you to do that. I challenge you to get more information. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe an asset to you. This is a, a property that we have. And what I, what I what I'm gonna challenge you to do is imagine what it would be like to own a piece of something like this. So we're looking at a 160 unit apartment complex right now. It's in the uh, Sarasota Bradenton uh, um, area. Nice, nice, nice complex. 160, got a nice mix of units. Uh, every unit has washer, dryer, nice windows, patios, balconies. Imagine the palm trees. Uh, the proximity to Sarasota's largest employers is right there. So we love the tenant base. Um, nice factors for this um, uh, access to beaches, et cetera, et cetera. We love all of that. So this property was built in 96. Full renovation was started by the owner in 2017. But here's the challenge, right? This owner um, has multiple businesses out of state, actually in Minnesota. We know the challenges that Minnesota had this summer. A lot of his businesses were hurt badly, and his focus, his attention on this particular asset has gone elsewhere. And he's to a point now where he just wants to sell it. 25% of the units in this 160-unit complex need interior renovations. Nothing too crazy, um, but we're prepared to take this over, buy this asset, and do the work, right? And as of the underwriting date, less than 50% of the improved units have been adjusted to their market rent. So those are huge opportunities for us as investors to finish the rehab on the units that need it, raise the rents a little bit on the ones that, that'll uh, accommodate for that. So when we look at it from a financial standpoint, a beautiful 160 unit complex in the Sarasota marketplace, we can buy this for 8,450,000. We'll put in an additional 400,000 to make it the most wonderful property in the area, right? will increase the rents. So the income on this one will increase about 160, we're, we're projecting 160,000. Well, because it brings in that much more money, it creates more value in the property. So when we look at targeted returns on these things, year one, the targeted returns are 11 and three quarter percent. Leveraging all the way up over five years, we're targeting out at 17 and change. The equity multiple on it is 2.1 is what we're targeting. What that means is, is for every $1 that an investor puts in, when they get their principal back, their equity, uh, we're targeting to give them an additional dollar and, 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 and 10 cents, 1.1. So I don't know. I challenge you, pick up the phone. 781-922-4418. And that's just one of the apartment complexes that we've underwritten in the past couple of weeks begin to plot out what 2021 will mean for you. Ask somebody what you can do for them instead of asking what can you do for me and see how that fits. Dave Seymour, Real Estate Revealed. You can check us out at freedomventure.com, 781-922-4418. Any securities being offered are under an exemption provided by SEC Regulation B Rule 5060. Only accredited investors who meet the SEC Regulation B 501 accredited investor accreditation standards or who provide suitable verification of accredited status may invest into these offers. 
Any historical performance data represents past performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Tune in again next Saturday at noon for Real Estate Revealed. Hosted by Dave Seymour, the star of Amy's Flipping Boston and CEO of Freedom Venture Investments in Danvers. The prior show was a paid program that does not express